This is the Detroit Evening Report for Friday, July 1st, 2022. I'm Dorothy Hernandez from WDET News. Activists are calling on the Federal Departments of Housing and Urban Development and the Michigan Department of Civil Rights to investigate housing discrimination in three majority black cities in Wayne County. Tanya Myers-Phillips is a lawyer with the Sugar Law Center. She says homeowners in Detroit, Inkster, and Highland Park continue to be overassessed and foreclosed at a far greater rate than any other Wayne County municipality. Myers-Phillips says the overassessments disproportionately impact black homeowners in these cities. She says advocates are also asking officials to investigate allegations from homeowners. Detroit resident Tahira Ahmad says she's been overtaxed $15,000, not including the $500 monthly payments to avoid foreclosure. Ahmad says she's on a fixed income and is unable to make home repairs due to being overtaxed. Ahmad says it's a common situation for homeowners who are forced to walk away from their homes or live in danger. More than 2,000 homeowners in flood-prone neighborhoods who applied for home repair help are still waiting for an answer on their applications. Bridge Detroit reports 2,242 homeowners have applied for Detroit's Basement Backup Protection Program. Of those, just four homes have been inspected and have had repairs completed. Another 221 homes are in the process of scheduling installation with a plumber, according to Detroit's Water and Sewerage Department. The program launched in May with the goal of providing residents in 11 neighborhoods up to $6,000 in flood prevention measures. The city will hire plumbers to install sump pumps and backwater valves that can prevent sewage overflow during heavy rains. The program is funded by federal COVID-19 relief money. It was created in response to last June's severe floods that left tens of thousands of Detroit basements full of water and sewage. Thousands of Detroit renters were evicted in the past two years due to loopholes in policies and enforcement. Nearly 90% of eviction cases filed in Detroit during the pandemic came from landlords whose properties were not in compliance with the city's rental ordinance. That's according to an analysis of court data by University of Michigan researchers. They say enforcing rental laws and making some pandemic-era eviction prevention measures permanent will help keep more Detroiters in their homes. That's significant now since the state's COVID emergency rental assistance program wrapped up at the end of June. Alexa Eisenberg is a postdoctoral research fellow at U of M's Poverty Solutions Initiative. She says as federal aid ends, mass evictions will continue if city, state, and court officials don't take action. Evictions in Detroit have been rising since the summer of 2020. The Michigan legislature has approved a record-breaking budget for the upcoming fiscal year. Between general government and school aid spending, the plan checks in at around $77 billion. As Michigan Public Radio Network reports, that's a 10% increase over the current budget. Democratic Senator Curtis Hertel is the minority vice chair of the Senate Appropriations Committee. He says it's a major accomplishment, but negotiations aren't over. The reality is our work isn't done because there's still a lot of money uh, on the books that we still have uh, $6 billion. A dollar, over $6 billion on the books uh, in one-time funding and uh, additional money and ongoing. So we still have work to do. Uh, we still have problems to solve. Highlights include an increase in per-student funding in schools and an infusion of money into the Michigan School Employees Retirement System. The proposed budget does not include Republican-sought tax cuts, but it does set aside money that could be used for that down the road. For the first time, Arabic language ballots are available at clerk offices in Dearborn and Hamtramck. The city councils of Dearborn and Hamtramck passed resolutions earlier this year to make ballots in Arabic available for their communities. 
Hamtramck already offered ballots in Bangla. The translated ballots are available at polling locations on August 2nd, and earlier for those casting absentee ballots. Voters who want to request an Arabic-language absentee ballot can visit their local clerk office or mail in the application no later than July 18th. Hamtramck Mayor Amir Ghalib says the ballots are a historic moment for the Arab community and a big step toward improving community engagement in elections. Voters can find their clerk's office location, polling place location, and more information at michigan.gov vote. The long 4th of July weekend will start off with some storms this evening, which should dry out for the rest of the holiday weekend. The National Weather Service says scattered thunderstorms this evening will end later tonight. Detroiters will mostly see sunny skies Saturday and Sunday. Thanks for joining us for the Detroit Evening Report. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line at DetroitEveningReport at WDET.org. I'm Dorothy Hernandez, WDET News.